million Lagosians. 720,000. 970,000. Over 1 million Lagosians. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. Northern Sandra, all to going beyond the headlines and focus on the facts. I am Sandra Ezekwasili, and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day, 66 new confirmed COVID cases over the weekend. As you know, the state government is administering the second dose of the vaccine for those who have gotten the first one. So if you're one of us, remember to check the card that you were giving for your appointment day. You just have to go back to the same health center where you got your first jab and get your second jab. Make sure you do it at beg. Eh? Remember that the vaccine is not working at full capacity until you get the second dose. And everybody vaccinated or not, please take precautions right now. Limit your movements. Wear a mask when you go out. Keep distance from people when you can. And wash and sanitize your hands as frequently as possible. Let me remind you, of course, at this time, there was streaming live on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3. Uh, we're also streaming live on YouTube, Nigeria Info FM. Second hard fact of the day, voter registration has started. And you can register online. Just go to uh, cvr.inecnigeria.com. CBR.INECNigeria.org. That's CBR.INECNigeria.org. Just go there. All the things we talk about on Nigeria Info, every time we have a conversation on this show, on the different shows on this station, you call and you say, don't worry, 2023. Don't worry, 2023. Well, the process has started. It starts with going online. If you are 18 years and above and you don't have a voter's card go online cvr.inecnigeria.org and thank you so much all one million of you for tuning in to uh hard facts today we do hope that you enjoyed our round table we brought to you uh the biggest topics that um broke this year between january and june all the big stars were in the sh- in in the studio or online um, um, sharing their insights on the different uh, uh, topics. You had Freeze, you had the Tekes, you had Sheriff, um, you had Agogo there, you had Ada from Nigeria in, uh, for, for, from the overnight show. You know, you had me, you had everybody uh, there sharing their thoughts. You even had Emmanuel Etting sharing his insights about current affairs. So everyone was here uh, and everyone tried to um, um do what they could with these stories as quickly as possible. And we hope you enjoyed it. We're going to bring you another one by the end of the year to wrap up the year. I loved it. I really did. And um, I'm grateful that I was able to be a part of it. Um, all right, Lagos, let's uh, get into today's show, shall we? We'll talk about media groups condemning the planned amendment to the Nigerian Press Council Act. Sheriff Quadri had a conversation with um, uh, media practitioners today on the show on the Morning Crossfire. You can listen again to that conversation on our streaming services. Just go online, www.nigeriainfo.fm, and listen again to that interview. Um, I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. Then we'll talk about Governor Masari of Katsina telling his people to stop relying on security agencies and to defend themselves. Then let's talk about VP Oshimbajo saying that Nigeria can tax Twitter and other platforms even if they don't have offices here. And then we'll talk about another train breaking down on the Abuja Kaduna Railway. And we'll talk about the presidency asking the Niger Delta Avengers to cool down. There's no Madam Landlord or Big Heart Fact today because of the Croatia-Spain round of 16 match. So we'll get right into the big weekend. I'm Sandra Ezekwasili Lagos and these are your hard facts. The Big, the big Weekend. Will the proposed amendments to the Nigerian Press Council Act damage free speech? Should a state governor tell citizens to defend themselves and stop relying on security agencies? Does Twitter have enough revenue in Nigeria for the federal government to tax? And why do our new trains keep breaking down? And does the federal government treat Niger Delta militants differently? 
it was a big weekend Lagos. let's try and talk about all of it last week i told you about the government's plan to amend the nigerian press council act and now different media groups are coming out to reject the proposed changes first of all let's listen to uh um the two groups that were on the morning crossfire today and then i'll tell you about four other groups entirely who have spoken up about this ban an amendment bill to reposition NBC uh, shouldn't have been of a negative concern to Bond um, because uh, we all believe in sanitizing the airways. But some new sanctions have been uh, included in this the amendment, and uh, to us, most of them will have a negative impact on uh, our members and broadcasting generally in Nigeria. It cannot go forward. A few days ago, I got a call from the, uh, the sponsor of the bill. Okay. Uh, Mr. Debumi. Mr. Debumi. We'll be meeting with him on Wednesday okay. uh, in Abuja. Mm-hmm. So we are going to tell him, clear him, if, you, if, the, if these bills are approved the way they are, we'll go to court to challenge them, those who will not, in a democracy, follow such a law. Some laws are not meant to be obeyed. We'll use all legal means yeah. to ensure that these bills are not passed. Let me... Even when they go ahead with it, we'll challenge the producers in court. So you heard from Bonn, you heard from the Guild. Uh, We also heard from the International Press Center, IPC, Media Rights Agenda, MRA, the Center for Media Law and Advocacy, CMLA, and the Premium Times Center for Investigative Journalism, PTCIJ. These groups are all saying that the proposed amendments to the Nigerian Press Council Act will destroy freedom of the press. And they got into specifics about the parts of the bill that they don't like. First, the amendment will give the president the power to appoint all members of the National Press Council without approval from the Senate. These media groups think that this is a bad idea because the press council sets the rules for newspapers. So basically, the president will now have the power to appoint by himself everybody who regulates newspapers. Bear in mind that for regulatory councils and commissions like this, we usually have Senate confirmation, right? We have it for the NBC, the NCC, INEC, the Police Service Commission, even the NDDC. So that's their first complaint. Their second complaint is that the bill will give the council power to decide what is and what is not fake news. (laughs) These media groups believe that power would be dangerous in the hands of the council that particular power it will be dangerous in the hands of the council especially if the president gets to appoint council boards single-handed the groups say that this would give the president the ability to decide what fake news is and that leads to their third complaint the bill would give the council the power to punish any newspaper for publishing what the council decides is fake news without going to court. And then the amendment also wants to give the council power to register newspapers before they can operate. The groups are saying that this violates the constitution because section 39 gives everybody the right to set up print media. So those are the objections that these media groups are raising. And they say when you take all of these points together, it adds up to the government trying to turn the media into a department of government controlled by the president and the information minister. Now, of course, don't forget that we had um, the Southwest Chairman of Broadcasting Organization of Nigeria, Festus Kende, on the morning crossfire, as well as Mustafa Issa, um, who is um, the representative for the Nigerian Guild of Editors. You heard from them directly. Now, let's hear from you, Lagos. What do you think? Do you agree with the media groups? Do you think the president should have the power to pick the entire board of the press council without Senate confirmation? Should the press, the press council have the power to register and deregister newspapers? Should the council have the power to decide what is and what is not fake news and punish newspapers and other media houses accordingly? Women, call me on 01465-7190. 01465-7190. Men, call me on 0700-993-993-993. 0700-993-993.
0993. We're going to talk about Masari in Katsina um, after we take a few calls. So um, get ready. We'll, we'll have that conversation as well. Daniel is in Alaba. Hello, Daniel. Thank you very much for calling us. Yeah, my sister. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good to have you on the show. Yeah, um, these two, um, siphon all the whole Nigeria to not be talking. So Nigeria need to rise up this time around and back the media. If you really want to stand in the freedom of speech, if you really want to have the right of freedom of speech, Nigeria must rise up and behind the media. My sister, all this bill they are forming, bringing out, is it our problem? The, is it the electoral law they need to amend for us? Is it the resolution the Nigerians are clamoring for? My sister, I mean, these people, what are they taking us from? This group, this this uh, APC that bring change, they are beneficiary of this, uh, what do you call it? Uh, media or uh, 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 social media organization. From social media, they be able, they can be able to conquer Jonathan and put Jonathan away. It's from social media. Blind mommy, who is the who are state of this thing? Always be in the media when he wasn't in uh, 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 a talking, doing everything, seeing everything, can converse to do and talk, 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 talk till he get to the power. Today now he's fighting us back, fighting the media that put him there. Let us take time, I beg. All right, Daniel. Daniel says take time. Ruben is an like but hello, Ruben. Yeah, good afternoon. Good, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Um, the attempts by the federal government to stifle the media is not going to work. Okay. First, they went extra judicial using the Jusun strike to commit all sorts of rascality. And they, they almost got, they got away with it. Now that um, the judiciary is back to life, at least a semblance of it, now they are now trying to use the Senate to enact all sorts of laws to, 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 to stifle the media again. See, whatever Lai Mohammed and his cohorts learned from China, it's not going to work here. We are a democracy. We are not a CPC government. So if he's trying to learn... If he, if, he, if, he truly want, if he truly want to stifle the media, then he should create a better one. If they don't even have money to create a better one. And you want to frustrate the voice of the people. When you frustrate social media, it's like, it's like putting a pin at the side of someone's lip and, and padlocking it. And you now use the other lip to speak. That's the way it is. Thank you very much for calling. Should government tell citizens to defend themselves? I'm asking that question because of something Aminu Masari said. He's the governor of Katsina State, and there's been a lot of bandit activity in Katsina. Lots of kidnappings, banditry, lots of villages getting attacked and ex- extorted. And the governor talked about it this weekend. If you're watching our live stream, I'm about to play it for you. Nigeria Info 99.3, that's Facebook. YouTube Nigeria Info FM. He talked about it, and here's what he said. The citizens of Katina State to see what can we do. I think the error, like he said, of sitting, accusing federal government, accusing the military, accusing the police, accusing the government, accusing the local government, accusing the traditional institution is over and should be over. Security is our responsibility. Why are we surrendering our responsibility to some people? I cannot see how more committed a police officer or a military officer can be more than anyone of you. Why should I sit in my village, Kazina, Masari, sorry, in my village and be only making telephone calls without doing nothing? Every bandit. Every criminal has an address, has a location, and they are human beings like us. The only difference is that they have taken arms against us. Does it mean we have nothing to take against us, against them? Do you mean that we should vacate all our villages, all our farms, all our houses, and surrender them to bandits, and wait for a police officer, General Emeka, all the way from Enugu to come to Kazina and they rescue me? This is ridiculous. Why? Look, I think part of also what uh, 
this Kafene initiative needs to do is to go around to all these local government. Let us talk to the people. Defend yourself. So you have the governor saying security is the responsibility of citizens, not the police or army. And I want to know if you agree with him or not. Bear in mind that the constitution puts security in the hands of the security agencies, the federal executive and the governors who are chief security officers. Masari also says people should do more than make phone calls when bandits attack. He appears to be suggesting that people should fight the bandits or at the very least resist them. He says the only difference between bandits and law-abiding citizens is that bandits are armed. So the question becomes, can unarmed citizens be expected to resist armed bandits? And when we say armed bandits, we're not talking about Dane Gonzo. We're talking about AK-47, semi-automatic rifles. So the question is, is it reasonable to say regular citizens should defend themselves? Remember that, oh, uh, you know, these people cannot do everything. The police cannot do everything. The army cannot do everything. Regular citizens, defend yourselves. Now, of course, Lagos, you have to remember that you can't carry arms in Nigeria without a permit. And they're currently not even giving out permits to carry arms at the moment. So is Governor uh, Masari suggesting that villagers should get licenses to carry machine guns? Do you believe Nigeria would be safer if all citizens in villages were carrying machine guns to defend themselves from bandits? 0700-993-993-993. Men, call me on that number. Women, call me on 01465-7190. What do you think about Masari saying people should stop blaming the security agencies for insecurity and start defending themselves? You heard him for yourself. It's not Sandra making this this stuff up. Oladikbo is on the line. Oladikbo, how are you? Welcome. Good to have you on the show. Uh, this is Pastor Oladikbo calling from Orilegum. Welcome. Go ahead. You see, the governor is partially right. Hmm. Do you know why I said so? Why? If it was the Nigeria of the past, it's possible. Because that time, you can give information to the police and you'll be protected. The present day Nigeria, you dare not try it. You that brought the information. Now, if these bandits are coming, it is the citizens that are supposed to alert the security agencies, then, not to face them or fight them because they don't have the means to do so. Otherwise, is Masari telling us that everybody should go and get his own guns? Or is he telling us that the security votes that he's collecting is ready to share it with the whole citizens of uh, Castina State so that everybody can buy weapons and defend themselves? So if some of them come up to talk, they don't even look at the present situation where they are talking from. They are talking from the point of uh, convenience. Are you getting my point? This is the same man that has security surrounding him. Let him ask all the security to go, that he too wants to secure himself. Then he will know the difference between, between joker and joke. Thank you and God bless Nigeria. Ladikwa, thank you very much. Shala is in Ogudu. Hello, Shala. <laughs> Hello, Sandra. How are you doing? I'm very well. Welcome. Thank you very much. I'd like to contribute to what Masari said. Mm -hmm. I find it in very poor taste. And I think it's very irresponsible to say that it is our responsibility to take care of ourselves and provide for our security. Hmm. Plus, the constitution determines who does what in this country. Mm -hmm. And it places that on the table of government. He's asking me to defend myself against armed men. Am I authorized to carry an AK-47? Also, you get security votes every month. We didn't share with us so we can buy the guns required to take care of ourselves. I think I think he cannot he cannot do the work. He should resign. It doesn't make any sense asking us or blaming us or telling us that it's our responsibility to take care of our security. It isn't. We can provide intelligence for them. We can provide um, hints. We can we can um, snitch, but it is not our duty to protect ourselves. They got elected. They have a job description. They should do their work or resign. That, that option is open. 
Thank you. Thank you, Shala, for calling. We've got WhatsApp, 080-959-75805. 959 We're also going to take a, a quick break, very quick, and then come back and I'll give you an update about the Twitter ban. Yes, you can still talk about Massery. Yes, you can still talk about the night. Nigerian Press Council Act and of course uh, share your thoughts with me uh, regarding the Twitter ban update. Emi Oshibajo is in the news. Uh, Femi Bajabiamila is also in the news. I am Sandra Ezekwesili. Don't go away. More news and information coming up. We'll be back in a moment. 29 minutes past three. I am Sandra Ezekwesili. Let's talk now about the Twitter ban. We have Vice President Yemi Oshimbajo uh, saying that uh, social media will be taxed. And we have the Speaker saying that social media must be regulated. So let's start with uh, VP Oshimbajo. Yeah? Remember, we've heard uh, different members of the executive speak on this subject. And um, they've said that Twitter and other social media platforms are not paying taxes on their Nigerian income. And the vice president has said, well, there's already a law in place that empowers government to collect tax from them. He said, quote, while the federal government will not be raising tax rates at this time, based on the Finance Act 2019, it's already empowered to widen the tax net. This includes collecting taxes on the Nigerian income of global tech giants with significant economic presence here, even if they have not established an office or permanent establishment and are currently not paying taxes in Nigeria, end quote. So the vice president is saying that you don't need the tech companies to set up offices here or to register with CAC before you can tax them. Now, this is something that one of my guests here on Hard Facts had previously said. Remember we had a debate? Do you remember that debate we had here on the Twitter ban? And Chief Andy Oboforibo, who opposed the ban, if you're watching on Facebook, I'm about to play that video for you. He said this. Coming to the tax question... I think also the federal government hasn't wrapped its head fully around how to handle Twitter. Okay. And that's why they're doing this. Um, Lai Mohammed seems not to realize that there is something called BEPS, Base Erosion uh, Profit Sharing. Mm. It's the big question in taxation globally right now. Mm -hmm. How do you tax a company that is domiciled in one country but operating globally? Mm -hmm. Incidentally, today, the International Bureau for Fiscal Documentation, that's a global body that um, you know, gives us information on taxation, was, was having a conference on BEPS specifically. The federal government was not there, represented. You had um, governments from all over Africa. But you see, this is what always happens. You know, if they were there, they would realize, I attended, they would realize that there's already um, a model in place for this problem. Mm. The UN has made it such that Nigeria can tax Twitter without Twitter registering here or opening an office. I mean, Sandra, we're not in 1915, you know? So what you do is... Twitter is in America, mm. but there's something called SCP, Significant Economic Presence. Right. So Twitter does business in Nigeria and other countries. They have a significant economic presence here. Right. Under that framework, that allows Nigeria to tax Twitter mm. without Twitter being present here. Mm. What needs to happen is, now Nigeria also has, last year, Nigeria set up um, its own SCP tax policies. Mm -hmm. So basically, under current Nigerian regulations, Nigeria can tax Twitter. Mm. So Lion Wamed saying, oh, Twitter is not paying taxes here. Um, he needs to go and ask the FIRS. He needs to go and ask some one or two questions because he seems not to be fully informed about the situation. Now, notice that Chief Oboporebo used the phrase significant economic presence. That's the same rule that the VP is now referring to. And notice that he said Twitter doesn't need to have an office here, contrary to what the information minister has been insisting on. And now we're hearing the vice president say the same thing. But this raises a question. Was the Ministry of Information not aware of this? I mean, when the ministry was instructing NBC to make all the platforms register with CAC and open offices, was the ministry not aware that you don't need to do all of this to tax them? But speaking of taxes, there's some debate about how much Nigeria can tax these platforms. That's because the tax is meant to be both, uh, or, or it, it, it's meant to be on profits from their Nigerian operations. So you take a company like Twitter, for instance. Twitter only makes money on adverts right now. What they call uh, promoted tweets, you probably see them uh, when you were still allowed to use Twitter. 
Now, if you ask anybody who uses Twitter a lot, they'll tell you that Nigerians don't pay for a lot of ads on Twitter. Most of the revenue that is being generated from Twitter uh, on Nigeria, from Nigeria on Twitter, isn't even going into Twitter's pockets. It's going into the pockets of the Nigerian businesses. So influencers, online vendors, they are the ones who are really making money. So if the government wants to tax the Nigerian profits of Twitter itself, they may end up with not that much tax. So that's on the executive side. Now let's move on to the speaker, Femi Bajabiamila. He talked about the Twitter ban uh, yesterday. And if you're watching us live, I'm going to play uh, what he said for you. But if you cannot watch, listen uh, to what he said. It's important that in any, like everything in life, there has to be regulation. It, like everything in life. And we know that social media is perhaps the most potent instrument that can be used for good and can be used for negative. While we welcome the good, we must not, we must not paper over the bad or the evil. That's my position about social media regulation. We must strike a balance where people's uh, right to speech is not infringed upon, but your right to speech, where your right to speech ends or begins is where my own right or the next person's right to protection begins. Everybody has a right. Lagos, do you agree with uh, Femi Bajabia Miller's position? Do you think government um, should show working with the current powers it has before asking us for more? I ask that particular question because Bajabia Miller said the National Assembly previously made attempts to regulate social media, but Nigerians resisted it. And he must be referring, of course, to the social media bill, which came up twice in the National Assembly, but got killed because Nigerians overwhelmingly opposed it. Now, when you ask people why they oppose that bill, they usually say that government doesn't need any extra power hours to fight fake news. They point to the libel and slander laws which already give government power to go after people who tell damaging lies. They point to the Cybercrime Act and the Anti-Terrorism Act which already gives government the power to arrest people inciting violence or insurrection online. So these people usually ask if government has these powers, why not use them properly? Instead of asking for more powers. That's why I was asking the, the question about if government should show working with the current powers it has before asking us for more. And what do you think about VP Oshimbajo saying that Twitter and other platforms can be taxed without having to open offices in Nigeria? How come the information ministry wasn't aware? Women call me on 01465-7190. Men call me on 0700-993-993-993. We're streaming live on Facebook, so I'll take your comments in a bit. Facebook Nigeria Info 99.3. Uh, we have also uh, WhatsApp 080-959-75805. Sonia Bassi uh, says something that doesn't make any sense. Okay, Sonny, thank you for your unuseful comment. We've got Uche Chuku Onanjaku who says every citizen has a right to life and as such shouldn't wait to be reminded to defend him or herself. Ebera Chukusio Priest says I think it's time to legalize carrying of arms for us to defend ourselves since they've excused themselves from their constitutional responsibilities. Uju is a first time caller from Festac. Uju thank you for calling us today. You're welcome. Welcome. Go ahead. Okay, so it's very alarming the, the steps that the government seems to be making in a, in, a, in a move to basically stifle the voice of the people. And I guess the question that is, it makes me think of is what is the end goal? So many attacks on people's ability to criticize or even just talk about the government, like the, the Twitter ban and now the movement they are making to adjust um, adjust the laws that have to do with um, print media. What is the end goal? Like these, these are obviously plays to, you know, stifle our rights. And I guess it's just very alarming. Hmm. 
And I, I want everybody to be aware that th- this has no positive ending. Because hmm. when the government is allowed to take power, they take as much as possible. And the more power the government has, that means the less, the less um, agency the people have. Yes. All right. Thank you, Uji, for calling. I, I love when we have first-time callers who are very insightful. Peter is on the line. Hello, Peter. How are you? Hello, Peter. Hello, how are you? I'm very well. How are you, sir? Thank God. Good to have you on the show. Go ahead. You guys are doing a good job. I want to congratulate you. Thank you. Yes. You see, uh, the problem we have in this country is that we say we are practicing democracy. But anybody who is familiar and conversant with the tenets of democracy, we know that this country has never had democracy. We just go from one military dictator to the other and, uh, and call it democracy. This is not democracy. We should go and study democracy in other parts of the world. You know, and my take on this issue of media regulation is that if Nigerians keep quiet and allow, uh, allow uh, uh, the caliphate to, to, to commandeer our lives, then we are, we are finished as a people. You know, because this is, this is assault on our, on our fundamental human rights as a people. You know, so uh, it is not only the media people that should rise up against this bill. The Nigerian Bar Association, the all civil, uh, all civil liberties organizations, they should all rise up, including NLC. Because we are talking about the people, it's not just the media. You know, the little rights we have, these the people have, are, are trying to take it away. You know, the caliphate is the problem of this country. The caliphate, we must resist them and even drive them out of this country. Because since independence, they have held this country by the juggler. You know? So we, everybody should rise up. The press, without the press, we are nothing. The, 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 whatever democracy we think we have, it is the press, the backbone of, of the society. In the U.S., Gary Hart, Senator Gary Hart of Indiana, who was the top leading contender of the, of, uh, in the, of the Democratic Party in the U.S., when I was, I was still schooling in the U.S. in 1984, Gary Hart, was leading in the polls. What happened? He lost. He lost his chances of becoming the American president because they saw him with a girlfriend at the balcony of a hotel, and the press just took the picture and put it in the press. After that, he lost. The people lost confidence in him. So, in Nigeria, where there is little or no opposition to this dictatorship we have now. The press is our only hope, and all of us must uh, rise up and resist these people. Martin Luther King said that, you know, long time ago, that it is better for a human being to die while we are fighting for, for, for your rights than to see our life as a slave to another human being. That is the position we are now. We should all fight. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, Peter. We've got James in Surulere. We'll take his call and then move on to the next story. James, are you there? No, he's not. All right. Let's quickly move on to the next story where yet another train broke down today on the Abuja-Kaduna line. The train stopped working shortly after it left uh, Rigasa on its way to Abuja. Passengers were stranded for nearly two hours, surrounded by the bush as they waited for another locomotive to come from Idu Station in Abuja. Now, like I said, this is not the first breakdown of these trains. And what's shocking to a lot of people is that the government only recently got these trains. None of them arrived earlier than five years ago, and the service itself has not been running for that long. So the question is, why are these trains, which the government just bought, which the government borrowed heavily to buy, breaking down. 
And what should be done about it? Should should there be an official investigation into the purchases of these trains? Was Nigeria sold substandard trains? And if that's the case, who in government was responsible for quality control when taking delivery? Last year, the transport minister, Rotimia Mechi, said something about the Kaduna-Abuja railway line. People were complaining that um, the ticket costs were too high. And the minister said, well, you either go by train or you pay for the ticket or you go by road and pay ransom. So basically, the government has been touting the train as the safer land travel option. But now if trains are breaking down in the bush, how safe are they? What do you think about this uh, breaking down situation? Women call me on 01-465-7190. Men call me on 0700-993-993-993. We'll take three calls and then we'll talk about Niger Delta Avengers. They are back in the news. Uh, so three calls and then Niger Delta Avengers. Nonye is in Lekki. Hello, Nonye. Thank you very much for calling us. Um, uh, Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Hi. Sandra, mm. you see now, what the government is doing? She is doing. Mm. Now, they let us know now, see, now then you get the final seat. Abi, should mm. we, somebody want to do something, should we go call the, the viewers, say, Abi, I could say to one to you, we not talk. Abi, now we be the viewers. We're going to talk. Go to now talk. Then it will talk because we are the country who can meet him with the one who doesn't need to talk to you. See, both of them go to Google decide what they want to offer. They'll come to the federal city with them. What they want to get. I don't think you can get the Okay. Okay, now, our vice president now, he go dead, 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 no go talk. If you want to talk, you can't talk bomb, just two bomb, just come out like that. I will not leave anybody go. You understand me? Okay. Okay, now. See, I'm around when the girl will talk with me, make me go very cool. This train matter now. So, if you say, I have to say, they do now, I have to think they break down. I have to say, they break down. I don't want you to take the people where they go to put them borrow money. So, we don't say, I have to say, what they do. So, come back with me. So, we don't say, what they do. So, what time can you come like new one for I? You want to come and meet new one, you deceive yourself, you don't deceive. You see that? You see, you see, you don't have to say, you don't have to say, are they listening to you now? Which I want to talk. Can they hear you? Okay, now how did that go? They say, if you know people money for tickets. I have paid money for ransom, so that that man must be arrested for that No, thank you very much for calling. Remy is in Akoka. Hello, Remy. How are you doing, Sandra? How are you? Yeah. But I said, the people registered the initial bill. Yeah. I'm still going to do that again and again. And I want to um, tell all media as well, to you guys should come back to Twitter. So I see the guys are not tweeting now. You guys need to come back. Since we didn't know that it is not unlawful. Because I've made it the point of this. I'm going to unfollow everybody who chooses not to stand with people right now. On the issue of Masari, Elofai also said the same thing. Uh, his wife said uh, um, Ransom shouldn't be paid if she's been kidnapped, of which they, we all know we have security outfits, which they go out with. Maybe they should withdraw all their security outfits. And let us see if they walk alone on the street. They are not telling us we have to defend ourselves. When the primary duty of any government is to protect our lives and property, then what is the use of them being in that position? It is so shameful. I was thinking there was no agenda. If then people bring that issue up, I used to think truly there's no agenda. But the signs I'm seeing on daily basis is like directing me to a position whereby I, I, I should believe there's an agenda. If our government, if a president could openly tell us in support of open printing, isn't that a sign that something isn't right? Thank you for calling, Remy. We've got Ajayi in Suru Lyris. She's the last call we'll take and then talk about Niger Delta Avengers. Hello, Ajayi. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm fine, thank you. Good afternoon. You. Welcome. So, Kumbo Khan. Now we are seeing to Kumbo like the lady said. But even to Kumbo Khan has great air. 
Oh, Ajayi, call back if you can, okay? On WhatsApp, um, this person doesn't leave their name but says there's nothing new if a new thing breaks down. That does not mean they are not new or we did not do quality control. They are mechanical, so it can happen. All right, thank you for your message. You didn't leave your name, though. But hey, people that have left their names are the Niger Delta Avengers. They threatened the country's oil installations, and the presidency said it's unnecessary. Co-necessary. So the Avengers said on their website, yes, the Niger Delta Avengers have a website, apparently. But um, they accused the government at all levels of still neglecting development in the Niger Delta, as well as the environment. And so they've threatened to attack the entire oil and gas infrastructure in the region to cut off government oil revenue. And the reason we're talking about this is that the presidency responded. The next day we heard from Femi Adeshino, President Buhari's media aide. He said the threats from the NDA were, quote, unnecessary because the president is already addressing the issues of the Niger Delta. He pointed out that earlier in the week, the president met with the newly sworn in exco of the John National Congress, gave them updates on all the issues that the John Nation have been engaging with government about. Now, here are some of the things that the president said to the INC leadership. The president promised to speed up the cleanup of Ogoni land and instructed the environment minister to ensure the use of local content. He promised that all agencies were working towards reducing the number of oil spills. The INC also asked for restructuring and the creation of two more states for Ijo people, carved out from the current river state, from the current rivers Akwaibom, Delta, Edo and Ondo states. The president told them that the National Assembly is currently looking into restructuring and if they pass any proposals, he will approve. Now remember that last week, the president had said that people calling for restructuring are naive and dangerous. So that's an interesting change of position there. Isn't it? It's a softening. The INC also demanded that um, oil fields should be allocated to Ijo indigens. And the president says that he has agreed to it. He agrees to it if they qualify and follow the process. And he also promised to overhaul the NDDC at the end of the forensic audit. So Femi Adeshino is saying that given the president's willingness to accept these demands by the INC, there's no need for the Niger Delta Avengers to be threatening a return to militancy. Now, some observers have noted that the presidency through Adeshino did not warn the Avengers. There was no warning that any attempt at violence would be met in a language they understand. There was no shoot on sight order. There was instead a call to reason. That's what some observers pointed out. And I want to know what you think about that. What do you think about the tone of the presidency's response to the Niger Delta Avengers? Especially when you compare it to the tone uh, towards other groups, like IPOP, for example. Women call me on 01465-7190. Men call me on 0700-993-993-993. You can also share your thoughts via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. So we've talked about six stories today. Is it six or five? Five, actually. Five stories so far. Big stories. Feel free to share your thoughts on whichever one tickles your fancy. Hmm? Okay. We've got uh, Jesu Lokbae on the line. Hi, Jesu Lokbae. Thank you very much for calling us. Oh, unfortunately, uh, I don't know what's happening. We're having some technical issue here. So perhaps Jess Lockbeer can call back if um, if he pleases. 99.3. Sorry about that. 99.3. Hello. Hello. How are you? What's your name? I'm David. Hi, Good David. Afternoon. I'm calling from Sulu. Good afternoon, David. Welcome. So I want to contribute towards your program mm-hmm. you're doing a great job thank you I'm, I'm i'm highly impressed i'm a first caller oh good to have you here oh, okay so concerning the uh, federal government uh, pr- uh pressing coup on the niger delta it's it's unfortunate what is happening in the country it's really really unfortunate because the federal government knows that 
the bulk of their the money that they loot comes from the federal comes from the Niger Delta, and they can't they can't you know press hard on them because if they press hard on them, the money that they are going to uh, you know siphon or steal will not come there again, and to run the government, they will not see any money there. Okay. It's unfortunate, and also on on other stories that you've shared it before now mm-hmm. and Lai Mohammed pressing on you know uh, uh, freedom of speech mm-hmm. you know how to regulate the social media is unfortunate because last administration in Jonathan's time they they used the social media to to do what to come into power and coming to say regulation of social media I don't understand how they are you know, planning to regulate the social media. It's only God that will help us. Thank you very much. Thank you, David, for calling for the first time. Ebuka is in Mushing. Hello, Ebuka. Yeah, Andrea. Thank you for calling. I hear you. Uh-huh. Honestly, I enjoyed the timetable discussion. I'm glad. And <laughs> Shukwiri pointed it out, you know, speaking from, I don't know, maybe it's nepotism, the tone of presidency and the president. And as well, that is mentioned about this. I begin to wonder where do we, how do we come to have a round table discussion in this country? Now they are talking to council press uh, statement, right? At this press council act. Uh, they're so not cancelling it, they're amending it and amending um, it. adding a few things that are unsavory according to stakeholders. Okay, Sandra, mm-hmm. when are we going to sit down as a nation, discuss things? I own things out, not looking at anybody or the citizen and my brother and my sister. Because the bandit Gumi and everything that is has government seem as if he's with the government is with the man. And now my pub is there, military uh militancy is coming up. I think it's a high time the government should play on the neutral ground. Don't just do a special treatment for anybody. Let it be meritocracy, democracy for gossip for once. I hear you. I enjoy your people. Thank you so much for calling Ibuka. Ajayin Surulere calling back. Hi. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Good afternoon. It's me once again. Sakura. Yes, go ahead. Uh-huh. And now we are starting seeing Tokumbo train. But we know Okrika has great. So they should ask the people that went to South for this one, the great they brought. Because we know we have Okrika grade one. And that one, when you buy Tokumbo grade, grade A, it's always very good, so they should ask them what they went to buy. You see how our government officials are doing, train that has not even lasted for six months or let's say one year. Mm. See the problems they are having, and tomorrow they will say they have discarded those ones. They want to buy another one, they want to go and borrow again. They continue plunging us into more debt. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Ajayi, for calling. Stephen Olawalea Yorinde says, On our trains breaking down, I just imagined if the trains were planes as they are planning on reintroducing national carriers. I think it's just too early for those trains breaking down right now. Uh, we've got uh, Atande Kayode Samo who says, Trains break down, no loud ammo. We've got Joseph Obeta who says, Our leaders are working hard about regulating social media like China and other countries, but they don't want to learn how to go to the moon and so on like them they should remember that if you want to fly like a bird you should try also to sing like a bird okay thank you very much for your message we've got Olga who says sandra there's agenda please they are trying to enforce their foot soldiers i don't know what you're talking about but thank you for your message president sandra some years ago a presenter in Iloring sang a song abusing uh, one of the ministers on the radio he was arrested former president jonathan was pranked on twitter some years back the person was also arrested please tell me how they arrested them we have laws already sandra we don't need another law on social media even those things were an abuse of power you know arresting the radio presenter and the person who tweeted something those were abuses of power you know you you serve them notices from the court you don't arrest them right except of course the court says arrest them we've got uh, more people who are sending us messages um the same Bajabia Miller that his security guard killed a vendor and did nothing until now. All of them are just not there for good things. It's unfortunate. That's a message from Adekunle in Shomolu. Adekunle also says that uh, the presidency is scared of the Niger Delta militants. He knows his boundaries. Uh, this is not IPOB. 
Adekunle, thank you for your message. Uh, good afternoon, Sandra. I've been using train services since 2003 within Lagos area. The locomotives are refurbished once. The couches in use presently are not less than 40 years. Though it's a mechanical and anything can happen while in service. Thank you. Ken from Agbado sent that message. Ken, thank you for your message. Uh, Sandra, the government should really should be ready to share security votes. Uh, with the, with us to enable us buy firearms. What else is a security vote meant for? Uh, that's a message from Okolie Fortune. Okolie also says, it's obvious these leaders have lost trajectory. The last time I checked, possession of firearms has not been re- has not received legal imprimatur. Uh, for Governor Masari telling us to protect ourselves, that's abdication of his constitutional responsibility. Sandra, I ask again, why do our governors receive security votes? Okolie Fortune, thank you for your message. Um, it's very unfortunate and ridiculous that most of our leaders don't know what they're doing. Imagine Governor Masari's speech and Lai Mohammed's lack of information. They don't care about citizens and somehow, uh, some uh, times, I wonder if they don't think before acting. So unfortunate, Madam Sandra. Ogochuku Gentle from Ajaz says. Ogochuku Gentle, thank you for your message. Maki Lagos says, my presido, good afternoon. Um, did you hear the audience of that governor clapping at his speech? Hmm, Niger don't finish. Same governor who wants citizens to protect themselves has heavy security forces to himself alone, maintained by taxpayers' money. May God's kingdom uh, come. It's actually the only solution to mankind's woes. <laughs> Those trains are expired trains repeated in China, exported to our gullible, unintelligent uh, with so much money loaned. All right. Kenno says, Sandra, these people are taking us to military rule. Those in the press should vote their head, not president's appointments. You say we should collect our voters' card, but until the president is unable to appoint the chairman of INEC, elections will never be transparent. ABC doesn't stand a chance to win in 2023, and they are taking precautions beforehand. If they pass these bills, our votes equal zero. They'll suppress social media with the same bill. Thank you for your message, Kenno. I will still say, though, go and register to vote. Again, the website to do that on is cvr.inecnigeria.org. If you just turned 18, if you are 18 and above, go to cvr.inec.org and get registered to vote. That's the most important thing that you can do now. Trust me. Lagos, that's all the time I have. I'll hand you over to the sports team. They have a fantastic, fantastic coverage lined up for you today. Croatia, Spain, round of 16 match. Did you bet? Have you, you know, tried to figure out who's going to win? Good luck to all of you who are paying attention to that particular game. I'm back tomorrow, though, 3 p.m. Let's do this again. I'll bring you big stories as well. Uh, I'm Sandra Ezekwesili on social media. S. Ezekwesili on social media. Let's get in touch there. Let's talk about all the stories that we talk about all the time on 99.3 Nigeria Info. In the heart of In Lagos. The heart of Lagos. 99.3 Nigeria Info. We are more than just radio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Nigeria Info FM. Check us out on Facebook at Nigeria Info 99.3. Follow us on Twitter at Nigeria Info FM and on Instagram at Nigeria Info FM Lagos for live updates as it happens. 99.3 Nigeria Info. 